Drew 24. Dr. Drew 24. Dr. Drew, Dr. Drew 24. You hear me? Dr. Who? I don't think his audio is hooked up. Missionary Vonda, how you doing? I'm doing fine, you? I'm doing good. Connecting to audio. You know what you own, though. Dr. Drew, can you hear us? Can you hear Vonda? I can hear you, but it's like it's straining. Huh? It's like straining a little bit. Oh, okay. Somebody probably told me, gave him the information to come on. I don't know who you. Yet. Probably need to check it. What is it? I don't know yet. Oh. I gotta check. Let me look now. <laughs> Girl, ain't nobody been thinking about Reggie. We've been so excited about Baby J being here. Hey, Vanetta. Hey, Vanetta. 
Hey Vanetta, I want you to I want you to do the I want you to do the opening prayer and our tithes and offering. Today actually made me feel a little bit better. No. Hey, hey, missionary hey, Davis. You, you you might have to give me the hose back. I didn't know you had the baby. C pass it back to me. Do I? Okay, let me see. You have to, you have to do that. Okay. Let me see. He's growing, Sister Shay. He sure is. Then you get the hose back. Way home. He only went home. Big boy. You got your hand full, girl. Uh, God, sister, I think he's right. You may have to do it. I think you got to do it, Davis. You won't let me do it. And I don't see the uh, and the uh, option not coming up no more. That's this chat. No, that's just to rename you. It's probably trying to pull up the rename option now. It, that it is. Hit hit cancel. Oh, never, never, uh, guys, since we figured it out. Okay, so next time just hit those three dots. Where's this more at? We got it. Oh, they all talking to each other? <laughs> Dr. Drew, can you hear us now? Still connecting to audio, Daddy. Young man, can you hear us now? Dr. Drew, 24. Can you hear us? It did stop streaming for a minute. Huh? Okay. Can, can you hear us? <laughs> what am I doing? I think he, I think he, he's going to probably ex come back in. Hey, little man. Look at me. Look at the baby. How long will it be before you take him home, missionary? Well, we 
started um, I started feeding him when he started eating by the mouth Thursday. Mm-hmm. And he was going down some more on his uh, oxygen. So we just took it one day at a time at morning. Um, and he'll start eating by the bottle tomorrow. So we don't know yet. The doctor wants him to um, be eating by the mouth. Okay. As much as possible without oxygen or on the lowest form as possible before he can go home. Okay. That's all right. He's coming home. He's going to come home. He's coming <laughs> Sister Butter, why do you sound like Minnie Mouse talk when you talk baby talk? <laughs> you know what? Because my mom did it so much. That's why. Yep. All right, Vonda, you can start when you're ready. Okay. Hey, Veronica, we see you. Hey, V. Felicia and Nikki. Hey, Sister Nikki. And Felicia. Hey, Sister Felicia. Hey. <laughs> Hi, everybody. Hey there. Hey. Good morning. Hey. Good morning, everybody. Good morning. Good morning. Good morning. Put my picture up there so they can see me. Now, can I can see them though. <laughs> So hold on, Sister Teacher, before you start, I want everybody to know that we we all are on mute, so you won't forget, when you get ready to speak, you can take yourself off in mute, all right? Just remember you're on mute, so when you ask a question or going to talk, you have to come off mute, just hit your unmute button and come off, so we won't have no background noise. Amen. Praise the Lord. Lesson number one, Lesson December, thank God.
But let you know, praise the Lord, Jesus had a lot of ancestors before he came. Praise God. We reverse God hath in that these last God hath in these last days spoken unto us by his son, whom he hath appointed heir of all things, by whom also he made the world. Hebrews one and two. Lesson A, by the end of this lesson, we will evaluate the significance of Jesus' earthly heritage and his heavenly origins. Wonder at the death and the scope of God's eternal plan to bring salvation to Jesus in worship. Jesus as God's definite, definitive word to humanity. Back in our scripture, Matthew 1. 1 through 17, we want to read and incorporate the insights you gave from the background scripture. We were inherited by Jesus. overview, life leading for today's lesson. Where we come from often speaks volumes about what we are like. How are people rooted in what has come before? Hebrews affirm. The ultimate origins of Jesus in the very life of God and Matthew explains how. He has the product of his long biblical heritage. By the learning, Jesus is fully God and fully man. Bible application, Christians celebrate the humanity and the deity of Jesus Christ, the Savior of the world, and our high priest. And students, non believers recognize that Jesus. The Messiah is prophet, priest, and king. Hallelujah. Matthews, the first chapter, 1 through 6, 16 to 7. The book of the generations of Jesus Christ. The son of David, the son of Abraham. Abraham begot Isaac, Isaac begot Jacob, and Jacob begot Judas and his brother. And Judas begot Perez and Zerah, and Tamar and Perez begot. Eshram and Eshram begat Aram. Aram begat Amadai. And Amadai begat Nassim. And Nassim begat Salmon. Salmon begat Boo and Rahab. And Boo begat Obed and Ruth of Ruth. And Obed begat Jesse. And Jesse begat David the king. And David the king begat Solomon. And Solomon of her that had been the wife of Uriah. Jacob begot Joseph, the husband of Mary, of whom was born Jesus, who is called Christ. So all generations from Abraham unto David are 14 generations, and from David until the carrying away into Babylon are 14 generations. And from carrying away to Babylon unto Christ are 14 generations. Hebrews 101, God, who is Sunday at Sunday times, and in God's hands, spake in past times unto the Father by prophets. After these last days spoken unto us by the Son, whom he has appointed, heir of all things, by whom he made the world, who being the brightness of his glory and the express image of his persons, and upholding all things by the word of his power, of his powers, when he had by himself purged our sins, sat down on the right hand of God of the majesty on high, being made so better than the angels, as he had by inheritance, obtained a more excellent name than they. 
For until which the angel said, He at any time thou art my son this day, I have I forgotten thee, and again I will be to him a father, he shall be my son. Hallelujah. We just thank you, Lord, for reading the word. Hey, Sister Teacher. Go ahead. I was looking at something. The lesson. Called through heritage. Yes. Now you was reading all who begot who, correct? Yeah. Yeah, sure was. But yeah. when you get to the end of that, mm -hmm. you can put he begot Veronica, he begot Vanetta, he for, he, he he begot Nikki, Veronica. He begot all of us that are on this line. Ain't that something? We we were inherited. He inherited us and brought us over to this marvelous light. We are a blessed people. We are a royal people. See, you when you think of Inheritance, you think of richness and, or when, you know, somebody died and you inherit a whole lot of money. I got Uncle John's money. He inherited, he inherited me a uh, uh, $50,000. But this, this inheritance that we have is so unique. And when you can't mix this one up with money because you think, oh, look, we haven't seen all what we have inherited yet. We inherit the kingdom of God, but we haven't seen. We read about it. Eyes haven't seen, ears haven't heard. We haven't seen the things that he, oh man, I bet it's going to blow our mind. We are inherited and we have an heritage. We belong to him. And we going to inherit, we already got eternal life. But just wait till we get to the kingdom. Coming back, praise the Lord. 
And as we look at this little blessing, praise God. Y'all have to excuse me because I'm having a little back muscle spasm. Praise the Lord. The generation of David. And when I was reading this, he named all, all the inheritance from Jesse, Obed, all of them, praise Even the women that I'm looking at. Tamara, she was one of the women that slept with her dad. <laughs> slept with her dad, praise the Lord, to get those sons. Look at that um, Rahab. We talking about Rahab. She inherited after she saved. Uh, she was saved, helped Josh, uh, Joshua and them, praise the Lord. And she ended up um, having Boaz, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. You have to look at where the royal priesthood is coming from. We are blessed, praise the Lord. And I thank God for this, praise God. And Jacob, we got Joseph, the husband of Mary. Let's go all the way to that. And Jesus was born. If it had not been for all the heritage, praise God, we wouldn't have Jesus, y'all. So all generations from Abraham to David are 14 generations. Seven, 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 which means complete. This was a complete heritage, praise the Lord. And now because of Jesus dying on the cross for us, no, I always go that is eat. complete right there, praise God. And I thank him every day for dying on the cross for me. Anyone have anything to say? Praise the Lord. I want to. I, I want to read this. I want to read this, and then you, Vanetta, can get it. But let me read this. The Gospels are about the birth, life, death, and resurrection of our Savior. The Old Testament in its entirety lays the groundwork for the Messiah. It is a bridge connecting the the humanness of Jesus, the Son of Mary and Joseph, to the supernatural Christ, the King. The Son of God, D diving into the human geology of Christ far surpasses the mystery of uncovering our family ancestry. As we search names by name, from Abraham to Boaz to Solomon, we realize that all the pieces fit together and give us a perfect picture of Christ. Yes. Amen. Go ahead, Sister Vanetta. All right, questions. These are some. These are really good questions. I have question six. I want to ask question three and question two. I'm going with question six first. Six first. Yes, I'm going backwards. When have you seen angels worship, and how did? Would you correct this practice? All right, that's a good question, class. What was it? When have you seen angels worship, and how did Woodward correct this practice? Hmm. That's a good one there. Question. When have you seen angels worship, and how did? I thought did, I understand that question. Would you correct this practice? I need an answer. Oh, oh. And how when have you seen angels worship? Well, praise the Lord. And how did? Um, actually, praise the Lord. If you go back in Jacob's time, when Jacob um wrestled with that angel, 
you know, Jacob did a lot of crazy stuff. And because he felt that that um, it wasn't enough, he wrestled with that angel a whole night. I ain't gonna let you go until you bless me. Praise the Lord. We haven't seen angels in the supernatural, but God has came to us, whether it was in dreams or whether through scripture. Hallelujah. So, you know, you that's probably some of the reason why I praise the Lord that we have to praise God. Really sit down and let God talk to us. Because we have even Somebody could have came to us, and we have um, actually, oh, wait a minute. Entertaining an angel. There you go, honey. That's right. Be aware of the stranger you entertaining, because you may be entertaining an angel unaware. That's right. People have came to you. I can remember, as the Lord, I was uh, on the bus that I to stay at, praise God, and I was on my way to work. And I seen this man laying on, on the bus stop. You know how they do in their homes. And he was laying on the bus stop. And he had asked me for some money. And I can remember giving him $10. After I um, left, went to work, and every day I came down there, praise God. I've never seen that man again. So yes. We may not see them in the supernatural like that scripture faith and such things hope for and evidence of things not seen. People in. won't see it now like Dr. Thomas did. We may not see an angel in the supernatural, but them angels right there, praise the Lord, because after that you may not see them no more, praise God. So yeah, I mean, we have to look at it, praise God, that the angels is all around us. We may not see him face to face, but they did. Praise God. Anybody else want to elaborate on it? I don't get the question, and I'm sure that it's going to come up in a later in the, in the later in the lesson because it usually does. But I don't get the question. <laughs> okay. Um. Let me. What question was that again? I'm sorry, y'all. I got my baby. And it was mentioning six. about worshiping the angels. Twins, y'all be quiet. Now I'm trying to study school. It was question six. Hmm. What you have you seen angels worship and how did would you correct this um how would you correct this practice? Uh, I think the the Bible declares a lot about worshiping over the angels, period. Um some are fallen angels. Some are angel, are angels that are protecting. I mean, God got a lot of way. Um, and there, those are angels around the throne that are going to be calling His name, holy, holy, holy. I'm guessing if if there is going to be any way of describing the practice of an angel, it probably would be the ones that will be around the throne and um, the ones that are going to be saying holy, holy, holy. Those are the ones that are going to be. Um, what he want us to do because he is holy and he want us to be holy so I guess to lift up his holy name at all times praise the Lord hallelujah I got 
got a question. When I when you look at the question, it's saying, When have you seen angels worship? And how did slash would you correct this practice? So it's asking, When have you seen when have you seen angels worship? So you gotta look at it as to where you seen angels being worshipped worship and how or did or would you correct this practice? Like, have you seen it being done correctly? Like worship correctly? Do you see how this practice could be done better? Like I'm just breaking the question down. Right. I understand. Um it's kind of I think that we uh you know, how could we do it correctly? And, and and I believe the angels were are the what second being under Jesus Christ. You know, angels came, God created all of us to worship. Yes. Okay, and, and, the, and the angels some of the angels have fallen falling short. That's how girls it's hard for me to even get into the Sunday school. But I, I would say, and what would we do to correct the practice? I guess we would try try not to fall, but the Bible says unto him who was able to keep us from falling. But I guess we will have to research this question. Exactly. Go deeper and come back on Sunday in, in, in our Bible study. Right. I'm not getting the answer. It's a deep question. It's a deep question. You when you feel you have a when you finally break it down, it's kind of like. It's not no one Everybody can look at this question and come with okay. different views and stuff from it. But at the same time, when you look at it and you break it down, it's really, really deep. And it's going to take, this is a good question to bring a Bible study. Okay, missionary is on. Good morning, everybody. Uh, what question are you on? Question six. Question six. Okay. Uh, when have you seen angels worship and how do you, how did or would you correct this practice? Well, first of all, I've heard a lot of things since I came on. And God did create all beings to worship, but he created them to worship him. Mm-hmm. Right. He created them to worship him. There are people that get graven images of angels, things like that, that are around their house, they do all that kind of stuff. And they believe in the angels to yeah. bring the help that yeah. God should be bringing. They're, they're taking God off the room and putting an angel on there. That's wrong. That's wrong. Remember in all of the, the reading that we've done in the Old Testament, every time an angel appeared and a human fell down prostrate, yeah. Yeah. So the angel, what did the angel say? Get up. Like, don't worship me. Don't worship me. I'm not the one to be worshiping. We worship right. God. But right. because of their presence and them being able to see the supernatural being and all of that, it probably scared the people to, you know, just scared them to the point where they had to fall down because they didn't know what was going on. But we do not right. worship angels. There are people that worship the cross. There are people that worship crucifix. There's some religions that have that. God is saying no graven image at this point. That angel is a graven image. If you stand it up, you put it on a little altar or whatever, and you're worshiping that, as people worship other graven images. They worship Buddha. They worship, you know, all kinds of stuff, crystals and all that stuff. God is saying, no, I get to worship 
And that's why we, right. we do see people worshiping angels. People have written, written books about it. I've got my honest stuff. Worship putting an angel in God's place. No, we don't do that. We don't do that. And I think we talked about that maybe last week or somewhere around there. I remember talking about we should not have any graven energy. We should not, you know, put that up as it's protected. There's people who put angels all around them for protection. But who gets the protection? God gives the protection. God is given the guardian angel to you, but it's God that gives the protection to not the angels. And I think so that's God, no matter what, God has to get all the glory and get worship first. Anything else is like you idol, idolizing. That's right, idolizing. Right. Exactly. Yeah. Okay. So that's the that's the oh, that's how you correct that practice. So when you look at the question and say, "What have you seen angels worship?" With what you just said, that's when people be putting angels before God, and that's not right. That's incorrect. And how did slash would you correct this practice? You correct the practice by not. Still can't get on. Nah, I still can't get on that. I put password everything. I'm doing exactly what you got on on this piece of paper. And they won't, it won't let me in. As soon as I get into the bathroom thing, and I go to hit it, 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 won't, it won't let me get through. Is something wrong with your phone? It, it's got to be something wrong with my phone. That's uh, still Because it won't go through. Hold on, I'm, I'm going to see if Shay can call you, okay? Okay. See if she can help you out. Stay by the phone. Okay. Good. Thank you for the answer. I'm clear now. Yeah, me too. Question. Two, in what ways has God redeemed the negative parts of your life history and made them into something beautiful? That's a good one there. Question. Question. What ways has God redeemed the negative parts of your family history and made them into something beautiful? All right, class. Anybody want to elaborate on it? Let me look at that too. Well, I'll take a stab at it. Well, what he did for me, he saved me, praise God. Verse 2. You know, mm. he took a little girl. No, I didn't know he was calling me at the time when I was young. And even though this little girl fell for a minute, praise the Lord, he ended up the um as we say, praise the Lord, the seed was planted. Mm. What's the key? So mama took me, made us go to church. Five, five, seven, six, eleven. The first pastor that I was under, he watered it. And then when I had to go through a whole what lot of stuff, praise God. He needs help getting on something. And right now, praise the Lord. Who are you talking about? Praise the Lord. And I Who are you saying that to? Sister Davis. Because if it had not been for him, praise God. I wouldn't be where I'm at today, praise God. And, and it's a good question. God has really blessed. You have to look at yourself, praise God. You know, this is a question. Amen. Thinking about yourself now. God has blessed you through the family history or whatever, praise the Lord. Thank God for my father and them. Even though some of them, my grandmother, his grandmama knew something about church, praise the Lord. But my dad wasn't born like he should have. But I thank God for my mother's name. 
You have to thank God and look at your family, what your life has been, praise God, and how how you are today. Amen. Yes, yeah, sister teacher, and I could I could look at it as as in my own family, uh, mm -hmm. the alcoholism was running real rampant, and the drugs was real rampant, and he saved me, delivered me from all of it, and then I had a yeah. brother, y'all knew Rodney, Rodney used to shoot dope, he was a heroin addict. And God got to him at the end of his life and saved him. And so we had deliverance in our family from alcohol and drugs. So uh, that curse that curse was broken. Now it's up to the family to follow what God has done for us. They have an open door now to know that he's able.
So once they saw, you know, us uh, hanging in there, him going through a couple of deaths with his family, things like that, you know, I started uh, witnessing more of his cousins uh, wanting to know more about God and actually um, wanting to get married, even some of John and him. And I'm like, God, I know that's not me. I know that's you using me because you know, once you start getting over the other side family, you know, you start seeing stuff that, hey, you be like, wait a minute, and you thank God when you see the turnaround. So I could say that is like an, an example of what she just said right there. Mm-hmm. That's the truth. That's right. Praise the Lord. You look at it, praise the Lord. I, I can definitely say that too. To say, you know, in my um, first now, praise God. I got it all. Yeah. So my uncle introduced me to the way, praise Lord. Watch it. I thank him for it. Oh, I'm looking, John. I got it. Me and my sister have to sing that Make sure you're putting the thing in there right. So that's still bringing light to somebody. So, yeah. She might want to give him, make sure you got the thing. All are important, praise God. That's just going to break these curses of everything, praise the Lord, because if we're not living up to where God wants us to be, praise the Lord, how is he going to be able to break the curse? How is he going to be able to save the family member if if the person that's that's in God, praise the Lord, that is, is not living up to what God wants? We are that one to help her, praise God. In that family, praise the Lord. Are you able, question four, are you able to praise? the genealogy of your faith through those who led you to salvation. That's a good one, yeah. Thank God for my my grandma. <laughs> now, my mama had to move up in Milwaukee in 1972. I wouldn't praise God, I would thank God for my mama's mama. I can say that about her. She lived safe, praise God. She made sure my, my mama wasn't even at church. Jerry made them kids go to church. And we had to go. Even though my mama wasn't going, we still had to go to church. So I, I, can, I can say yes. Thank you. Thank you for Big Mom. And she one led us to be where we at now. With God's help, I thank God for her. Anybody else want to answer that? I do. I can say I thank both of my grandmothers on both of the family. On my um, dad's side, my grandmother, she dipped and dabbed in different religions. But on my mom's side, my um, my big mama was church and God in Christ. But my parents, especially my dad, he um, he felt the call of God and he really wanted to know for himself. So that's when they moved from Flint to Saginaw and um, met, um, met this pastor who they've been with since I was like 10 years old um, and 
got strong in God and got to know God for himself and passed that on to me and my siblings. I could say I thank God for even when people not even walking to walk properly, it encouraged him to want to know God for himself. Amen. You you know my my grandmother. <clears throat> everybody know what it, what is evan evangelist uh, temple on Hopkins. That's where uh, Emmanuel. Bishop Emmanuel. That that's where Bishop Flake. Flakes used to be. We, yeah. we were there years ago, and we used to go and all. We have all our meetings. That church. My grandmother was there before that church was even there before the Church of God in Christ even got there. And I found out that my grandmother was a member of that church. So here I am, never had a talk with her, you know, none of it. And here she is, uh, was saved and 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 they used to always she used to always say uh about me, she used to say, Jeffrey, Jeffrey's a good boy. I was bad as hell, but she, she, but she, but she spoke in my life. She spoke to my life as a kid. She kept telling my uncle Jeffrey, the good boy. Now here I am, years later, Jeffrey, the good boy. Isn't that something? Because I followed her. Did it get in? I really followed her too. And when she was doing 
for our family. So it's reversed. It wasn't an ancestor. It was us. The ancestor then. Amen. Praise the Lord. You know, I, I look at it like you said. I'm um, here. That moment. Um, as an earth caller, you don't know. I was young myself, praise the Lord. I remember going to Mother Atwater. I don't know if you remember her. I don't remember Atwater, yeah. <laughs> she had that baptism there. My mom said, one going in, you going to get baptized. I just walked up in there, praise the Lord. And she baptized me. I didn't know. I, I didn't even know. I was speaking in tongues in, in that day. I didn't know, but God was calling. But I do thank God for my grandmother, my mother's mother, because she stayed on my mind about going to church or making sure we went. And I do thank God for Pastor Campbell, Elder Campbell, the second church that um the the main pastor that I had, because if I hadn't we hadn't went to church, praise the Lord, I wouldn't know about singing choirs and all that kind of stuff. But I thank God. Thank God for the mothers and everybody that that knows, praise God, that we had somebody praying for us. See, that's the one thing we thank God for. We had somebody praying for us. I don't care if it was a, a mother that wasn't your biological mother or your biological mother. They were praying for you. They were praying for us that God saved us. And praise the Lord. It is something how we we don't worship angels, but praise the Lord. At that time, we didn't know nothing about Jesus or none of that. We just knew we were angels back in that day. But thank God for Jesus. Hallelujah. Thank God for Jesus. Amen. Well, amen. Can I get in on the um? <laughs> can I get in on the um? Bringing it to church. Well, I I, my, I can thank God for my mother's friend. Uh, my mom had a best friend and they hung out together but then she um, got converted and she began to bring her best friend's kids to church. So this is how I originally became, get it, got in church at a young age. But we got as, as I got older, I slipped out of church like most of us did. Slipped out of church, did our own thing but the seed was planted at a young age, you know, so I thank God for the seed that was planted in me when I was a kid. But as I got older, my auntie began to lay hands on me. When I was living the lifestyle that I was living, she, she would lay hands on me every time she sings. She would pray for me, pray for me. So, and, and, and I thank God, like um, Evangelist was saying, we thank God for the prayers that was planted and God spoken over our lives to bring us back because we we don't even realize because I wasn't even thinking about no church although I was a kid and I came up and then I went back out but like missionary also said you know what I'm saying after we accept God for real and accept Jesus for real we begin to we begin to want to share it with everybody else so I thank God for the seed and the watering and God doing the increase amen that's right amen. can I say something yeah, me, it, 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 it started, I was a little girl, we lived at 313 and 314 West Brown, and St. Francis was the church, and it was like the sister's house, our house is on the alley, the sister's is right on the alley, St. Francis right there, the sisters took a liking, and I went to St. Francis, my brother and sister, we went to St. Francis, for a while, the sisters always would pray for me. 
and then we had moved from there then years later the sister I, I found a letter from the sister that had wrote to me and I never received but I found it then years later my brother and his family they went to Mount Sinai Assembly I went there with them with Bishop Earl Parche and and I was still underage but the Lord put John 3:16 in my spirit at an early age and I didn't understand it didn't know what it meant I didn't know but it, but it stuck with me all these years I would quote it didn't know why and then backslid I would say backslid came back came back backslid then then the Lord led me to Jesus is the way. He led me to that church. I was just going to go in there, go to service, and, you know, leave, and that was going to be it. The Lord led me there in 2007, planted my feet there, and I'm there today. And I learned what John 3.16 meant. And here I am today, and I can give all the honor and the glory and the praise. And my father was a praying man. My, my father was a godly man. He believed in God. And I, I just thank God, like you said, someone was praying for me. Yeah, they were. Someone was thinking about me. Someone had me in their thoughts. Someone wanted me, and it was God that wanted me, that redeemed me, that saved me, that took me out that dark, ugly, divided, evil, nasty, filthy, maggot, disease, deceitful world, and brought me into this beautiful, marvelous life. Okay. You know, and like Pastor said, I bet you can't be, be living the life of God. You know, it's living in faith in a lifestyle. When I was out there with the devil, I was partying and living for the devil, but I'm with the Lord and I'm going to live my life as God has me to live. Yeah. I didn't that for me. Can I say something? Okay, good morning. Good morning, church. How is everyone? Yeah. I'm here. I had my surgery. I'm a little not feeling too great. So sorry for coming in so late, but I can't miss church. Come on. Good morning. So I just picked up on a little bit of what you got, Mr. Sam. When I was a kid, I didn't know anything about the world. Didn't know nothing about the world. My life was church. My grandfather was a beating soul of Jesus Christ. And all I remember growing up, we used to hate going to her house because this was all our life was all about. It was always reading the Bible, talking about the Bible, getting to know the scriptures, and just God himself and how good he is. And it was just that for us. Um, saved at the age of 12. 12, I actually met Jesus Christ. That was the most awesomest, warm, wonderful, delightful, inviting, scary feeling. And my mother as well, she was going to West Side back then. Grandma was going to West Side as well. Like I said, I, I kind of know a lot of the pastors and yeah, stuff. West and, um, and we went to International. My pastor was Pastor and Sister Connor. And 
My son's work for the Lord was cleaning the church. But after that, that uh, couple of years of being saved, as Sister, Sister Vanetta said, she backslide and went back. We all did that as children. Mm -hmm. To me, I think we were confused. We had opened up a small part of our life to let the devil in to confuse us. And then that's when we start hopping the fence. And then we got to the point where we just straddled it. Right. To this day, I am so thankful of Jesus Christ uh, introducing me to Veronica Stotten, who introduced me to Pastor Coleman. Thank you, Jesus. Thank you, Jesus. Because I, I didn't know I was going because I wasn't saved. I mean, I was saved because he died for me, but I wasn't living the life. I hadn't, I hadn't accepted him again in my life. I hadn't asked him to help me to surrender myself to him. I didn't. I lost my way into Jesus' way was that same feeling I felt almost when I met Christ at 12 years old. All right. Wonderful life to live. It's a wonderful time to have with Christ Jesus because the, the world of today, this is what really, really need to hold on to his task. You need to hold on to his word. You need to hold on to him himself. Because what we see today is just a tip, maybe just a crack of what is to happen. When soldiers in Christ need to start shining our light more out there for more souls yeah. to be covered. And I just thank God. So him just being the coverance over all of us. Jesus is the way, holy redeemer, um, all these other churches out here, and a lot of them are not preaching the, or teaching the right word in the word. So we need to pray for that. Amen. So that they can teach God's word. And that's all I got to say. Thank you. Just thank you. Keep, keep praying because I got surgery coming and it's uh it's either five or ten days after this surgery so thank you hi everyone good morning good morning when i was little it used to be this church bus that used to come on the block on oh, richards and burlies well it used to pick us up on palmer and burlies and it used to take us take us to this church camp thing and they used to teach us about God and stuff. And then they used to send these people out and walk the streets and they used to come like every once a week and used to take us and sit us on this abandoned porch and they used to, they was teaching us about John 3.16 that was the first scripture I ever knew. Was John 3.16 and I used to always repeat that scripture always repeat the scripture and then when I got like I believe I was like 11 10 or 11 my mama used to send me to my auntie and my uncle house and I they was into they was Pentecostal and we used to go to church every day of the week literally like every day of the week 
and I got into the choir, but I never, I, it never stuck. Like I was, I was there, but I wasn't there because I really didn't know what was going on because I don't believe I was baptized until I was, I say around like maybe 14, I was baptized when I was in the foster care. And I was so scared to get baptized because they kept saying, when you go under, if you see fire, that means you're going to hell. If you go under, if you see the light, that means you're going to heaven. So I was And I think think that's what, like, it tainted me because when I went under and came out, I still felt the same way. I was scared when I went under that I don't think I received it. Okay. So when I, I just was in a world living, but that John three sixteen always stuck with me. Always stuck with me, and I always just kept saying it. Kept saying, even when I was praying, I would pray. Yes. I just didn't know. Like I knew I was doing something, but I didn't know what I was doing. Right, right. Amen. And it was so much mess going on in that Pentecostal church. Like, it was just so messy in there. So, as I got older, I, like, moved back from church. And I wouldn't go. But I still would pray. And I would still quote that scripture, John three sixteen. All right. I met Miss Free Nikki. And then she started going to Jesus is the way. I got my first Bible, I think it was 2014, 2015, I still got that Bible from Pastor Paul. I am a nurse and I'm a damn good one. I was like, I don't know if I want to go because I didn't have a bad experience with church and all that. She was like, no, I'm different. Pronounce names.com. It's different. So when I came, I was pregnant. Oh, you know, yeah. And it was something about Jesus is the way that I love. The only thing now is I need. I think I need to be rebaptized because oh, as a child I was baptized, but I feel like it really didn't do nothing for me. Okay. Can I say something? Can I say something to you? I, when I was, they told me I grew up in another church. I grew up at Mount Zion Assembly Healing Temple with my auntie Renetta. You know, she went there too, but. I grew up there with my parents because that's the church that my parents went to. So I grew up in the church that my parents went to. So my mom, she told me that all the kids have been baptized, right? But I never remember Mm -hmm. being baptized. So that didn't sit well within me and my Christian walk for my soul salvation. So as an adult, I when it got baptized again so I know for myself mm-hmm. that I was baptized. Mm-hmm. So I'm saying this to say if you want to get re-baptized go ahead and do it because I did. Tell Diana to come here. I just do it for me so I know that I was baptized. My mother was like all oh, y'all got baptized in the church. I remember all the kids. Y'all was all lined up. Y'all all got baptized. But that didn't sit well with me. So as an adult, I said, I want to know that I was baptized. So I got my baptismal certificate, and I know that I was baptized, and I know the date in the year and stuff. So if you want to get rebaptized, go right ahead and do it. I definitely, that's something that I would do. 
because I feel like them scaring me like that is what really made me. I don't know. I just know I was scared to get baptized. And when I went under and came up, I didn't feel no different. And I was still scared. I didn't know what happened. And they shouldn't have did you like that. And that's why people don't go because the right. people like that, you know, right. they never know right. how you're yeah. you know, it's good that you didn't give up, you know, how the church of, um, affected all of us. Everybody else is on. Brenda? It's got to be his phone. Tell them everybody else is on. I told you. I'm free. Yeah, we are free. We are free to worship. We are free to do everything, praise God. Lord, not do wrong, but we are free to worship. Right, right, right. So we thank God for the church. And I heard missionaries say, Church hurt is the worst hurt. But thank God that you got hurt in the church. So see, now you done mature. You know what to look for. You know what God. You, you ain't serving man. You serving God. Hallelujah. That's, that's the problem with everybody. You know, we, we listen to everybody this and that. It's to listen to God. Because I know I, I do. That's right. I know. Hallelujah. God expects to me. Praise the Lord. Yeah, we have to obey those who have rule over us. Because if we don't obey what God's telling us when it comes to our souls, yeah, we're going to be accountable for that too. But at the same time, we also listen to God, praise the Lord. Because that's his word got to come out. I don't care if that's a raven, and you know them birds are evil birds. The sister teacher. Go ahead. Sister teacher. And I'm not saying it's because I'm not saying it's because I'm passionate, but but from my experience down through the years, and I know district missionary, and some of y'all can 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 attest to this. Wherever this people is, you it's it's something sooner or later gonna happen. What I mean by that is we we're not gonna agree on everything, and people are different. You know, everybody different, and they got different personalities. So somebody is going to come along, or if they're not there, that you're going to disagree with. But the thing about us with the church hurt is, is how we fall out about it. You know, it's how we fall out. You know, and, and I learned through falling out in my early years, I still, you know, learned that people, people is people. People is people. You know, there's, there's no such thing as nothing never going to happen. Right, yes, right now, I know what you mean, praise the Lord. We, I've been hurt. We all been hurt. Praise oh, yes. Oh, yes. I got four people, Lord. You, oh, you, you want to preach over, you know, good, good pastors or whatever to preach. But even the ravens got the, you want
pastors or whoever that's teaching over and knowing that they, even though they teaching the word, they may not be living a sack of potatoes. They still right. plant TV. They plant but then when God, after they have planted that seed in you, then God's going to move you somewhere so you can be able to, to learn and flourish more. Praise the Lord. Because he ain't going to leave you in, in that same place, especially if your growth is not growing like you're supposed to. Praise God. Listen, teacher. If you notice, as you listen to everybody's story, did, yeah. did you hear a pattern? Mm-hmm. Did you hear a theme in all of our to raise up a child in the way he should go when he's old, he would not depart from it. All right. There you go. We all had that experience when we was little. All of us. And then as we got uh, able to go on our own, and we had our own independence, we walked away. But our ancestors, in some shape or form, whether it be a pastor from back when we was little or the church bus, because the church bus came and got my sister. But my sister, man, they, in Pittsburgh, they saved her. My sister came home talking in tongues, scared all of us to death. We didn't know what was going on. And she wouldn't stop. It's like, something's wrong with her. She's not talking to you know? But there, there's a theme, if you can see it. We all went through in our own personal, unique way. But it was a theme that we all went through. Yeah, that's right. And I, I believe that's the walk that, you know, that that's the universal walk. Of learning who God is, you know what I'm saying. But all of those of us that are resilient and have made it this far, going, we kept going, and we still gonna keep going until He comes for us. Yes. Because we know if you can't eat that, you do it till when? Till the end shall be saved. And so that's why we're sitting here in all different ages and all different experiences. But we all are in the same pattern of life. Plant that seed, y'all. Plant that seed. Sometimes this little one, he don't settle until I pray. Y'all plant that seed. And, and, I told you to say, you hey, it's going to tell the children of his age about God. He's that baby minister, believe me.
He's an excellent. He obtained so much. He is higher than them angels. He, I mean, like missionaries said, we cannot sit up there and worship no angels in their image. They was just down here at the time, even though Jesus was still there back in the day. We couldn't worship no We had to worship God. And like today, now, we can worship Jesus. Everything in his name, praise God. Everything in Jesus' name, that's what we do. Praise God. And I just thank God for this lesson. Praise the Lord. And remember, praise the Lord, we are Amen. We thank the Lord for all who was on the line. And I'm going to ask everybody, except Vanetta, that they would mute their phones. Could you please mute your phone so we won't have no background noise? We appreciate it. And we thank God for today and those that are on the line. We thank God for podcast listeners. Uh, we thank God that they're on the line again and they're listening to us. We want them to know that we appreciate them. And we thank God for them because they could do anything else uh, besides listening to us. Uh, they could listen to somebody else. So we appreciate them on the line. And at this time, I'm going to ask Vanetta, could she uh, do our opening prayer? Can you hear me? Yep. Can you hear me? Yep. Jesus Christ, who's the head of my life. I'm seeking first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added, according to his riches and glory in Christ Jesus. I'm putting on God's whole armor, the whole armor, the breastplate of armor, to guard my heart, the helmet of salvation, to guard my mind and thoughts with evil entries, the sword of faith that pierces in bone and nail, the belt of truth, which shine in our feet in the preparations of the God for peace. Father, root and ground and anchor us in love this day. Father, I just want to say thank you. Lord, you say come to the throne of grace, bold and humble as you know how, to obtain mercy and grace and help in the time of need. And the time of need is now. Father, we need you like we never needed you before in our lives. Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for keeping us safe throughout the night. No home is no breaking, no robbery, no drive off and straight, no fires, no fires, no explosions. Lord, you kept our homes on the foundation. Lord, I just want to say thank you. We look toward the hills which is where our help comes from. And our help comes from the Lord. Jesus. Jesus, you said I am my father, my father in me. I in you and you in me. And whatsoever you ask the father in my name. Oh, and Lord, here we stand. Here we stand, Lord. I thank you, Lord. I thank you for blessing my Do we have the correct pronunciation of your name? Hallelujah, blessing, missionary Fonda. Touch her back. Touch her Pronounce names, Don. In the name of Jesus. In the blood of Jesus. Missionary Madden Hammer, Brother Bill. God, I thank you for Brother Bill walking. Make him stronger and stronger each day. Sister Shay, baby Jay. Oh, shuttle, oh, shuttle. Hallelujah, hallelujah. 
Baby fat breathing and inhaling and exhaling the way the Lord designed him to breathe. And he is going to be the heir of, of his age, of his age group, to bring the gospel to the ones of his heir. Hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. Lord, we just want to say thank you. We just want to say thank you, Professor Sister Nikki. The sister Felicia. Hallelujah, Lord. We thank you. We thank you. We thank you. Hallelujah. And the podcast and everyone, Father God. Everyone, Father God. We're living in these times. Lord, we thank you. The COVID is here, but you are with us, walking us through this. And Lord, we just want to say thank you. Thank you for blessing each and every one of us and every member in our family, Father God. Lead us. Lead us, Father God, in the path of your yeah, who's, hello? 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 Okay. Amen. Our scripture reading today is Psalms 121 and 1. I will lift up my eyes unto the hills from which cometh my help. We thank Lord that we can look unto him and he is our helper. At this time, Danielle is coming with a statement of faith. We believe the Bible to be the inspired and only infallible written word of God. We believe that there is one God eternally existent in three persons. God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We believe in the blessed hope, which is the rapture of the Church of God, which is in Christ at His return. We believe that the only means of being cleansed from sin is through repentance and faith in the precious blood of Jesus Christ. We believe that the regeneration by the Holy Spirit is absolutely essential for personal salvation. We believe that the redemptive work of Christ on the cross provides healing for the human body and answer to believing prayer. We believe that the baptism in the Holy Spirit according to Acts 2 and 4 is given to believers who ask for it. We believe in the sanctifying power of the Holy Spirit by whose indwelling the Christian is enabled to live a holy and separate life in this present world. Amen. Amen. At this time we will have a couple selections just before we go into our word for this morning. Stand by. 
Alexa, play What Shall I Do in My Library. So we love y'all. So thank y'all for all right. We appreciate it. Right. Baby J, our miracle baby. Our Hi, miracle baby, baby J. <laughs> Bye bye, y'all. Bye bye, 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 baby Jay. Talk to you later. Hey, man. <laughs> All right, Sister Vanetta, can you do our ties and offer? We're going to go into our morning word. We need you to go ahead. You do our ties and offer. Can you hear me? Yep. Bring ye all the tides into the storehouse, that there may be meat in my house. And prove me now herewith, said it the Lord of hosts, if I will not open you the windows of heaven and pour you out a blessing, that there shall not be room enough to receive it. And I will rebuke the devourer for your sake. And you with shall the not Amen. We thank the Lord. I'm going to ask everybody to mute your phones. We're going to go into our morning word as we bless the tithes and offering. I'm going to remind everybody to keep tithing. Uh, Y'all know we had a cash app. Uh, we thank God because everybody is on point. We need you to continue on. The Lord is blessing. Uh, even in the midst of the pandemic. Father God, in the name of Jesus, first of all, we thank you. We thank you for those, God, that tithe. We ask that you return it 100-fold according to your word in the book of Malachi. And we ask that you bless those that gave in the offering. God bless them, my God. Those that didn't have, bless them also that they may have next time to give. Bless those that plant seed. Return they seed 100-fold. And God bless us in your word. Bless your word on today, God. Let us give us a word, God, for the heart and for the weak. Uh, God, let us let your word saturate us. Open up our understanding, God, as we teach your word. Because only you, God, life is in your word. And, and we thank you, God, for letting us be here to hear your word. We thank you for the fellowship that you have given us, that we can fellowship with you and the Father. We ask all these blessings in Jesus' name. Don't let no flesh glory in your sight. But you get the word. In Jesus' name. Amen. 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 We thank God. I meant the glory. We give God all the glory. All the glory belongs to the Lord. And at this time, we're going to go into our verses. We've been in a series. First John, if anybody following, First John 1 and 1. We're just going to deal with those first four verses because they're good by themselves. There's a lot of background on these first four verses as we read the first verse. 1 John 1 and 1. That which was from the beginning, which we have heard, which we have seen with our eyes, which we have looked at and our hands have touched. This we proclaim concerning the word of life. Verse 2. The life appeared. We, ha we have seen it and testify to it and we proclaim to you the eternal life which was with the father and has appeared to us verse 3 we proclaim to you what we have seen and heard so that you also may have fellowship with us and our fellowship is with the father and with his son jesus christ for we write that this may that this make our joy complete 
Amen. We thank the Lord. Let's look at the background on this. The purpose of John's declaration about this eternal, eternally existing physical presence, word of life who is God, yet is a person distinct from the Father, is to bring his readers into fellowship with both God's people and God himself. You can, you can enjoy the fellowship even though you do not understand all of the Trinity. You can use your eyes even though you don't know every detail of how your vision works. You can know God and believe in him as he has revealed himself even though you can't understand everything about his person or nature. The idea of fellowship is one of the most important ideals in this letter of John. It is the ancient Greek word kanoia, which speaks of a sharing, a communion, a common bond, a common life. It speaks of living, breathing, sharing, loving relationship with another person. This is one of the greatest statements of the New Testament. And it may safely be said that its greatness is created by the richness of the word which is empathetic word fellowship. The Greek word kanoia is de derived from the word kano, which very literally means common in the sense of being shared by all. The word in its use is very helpful. Acts 2 and 44 said, Now all who believed were together and had all things in common. The word common in the ancient word is kanoia. Those who have a fellowship one with another. We are fellowshipping with the Lord even as we speak. When we got on the line this morning, we began to fellowship with the Lord. When we fell asleep last night, we was fellowshipping with the Lord. We always in his presence because we belong to him. So those who have a fellowship with one another are those who share the same resources, are bound by the same responsibilities. The idea becomes almost overwhelming when it is thus applied to the relationship which believers' souls bear to the Father and to His Son, Jesus Christ. The Father, His Son, Jesus Christ, and all believers have all things in common. All the resources of each of the wondrous relationships are at the disposal of the other, such as grace and our God and his son. Fellowship with the father and with his son. This simply and bold statement means that one can have a relationship with God. The idea would surprise many of John's readers. And it should be astounding to us. The Greek mindset high prized the idea of fellowship but restricted the men amongst men, the idea of such an intimate relationship with God was revolutionary. Jesus started the same kind of revolutionary amongst the Jews when he invited men to address God as Father. Let's look at, let's look at Matthew 6 and 9. Let me see. We're going to get into some scriptures here, so just stay with me. Matthew 6. And nine, I'm going to look at. So this is telling us that we are in fellowship with the Father and the Son. Matthew 6 and 9. After this manner, therefore pray ye. Now watch how he bring this. 
as we tie this in with the text. Our, our Father. He didn't say the Father. He didn't say your Father. He said our Father, who art in heaven. Wow. Hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come. So, 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 right here we understanding that we are in fellowship with the Father and the Son. Thy kingdom come. Thy will be done as in heaven. So we see he's in heaven. So on earth. But, but, but the prayer here is telling him to come and let his will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread. He feeds us daily. So here the prayer is saying, give us our daily bread. And every day we look. He feeds us. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner. He feeds us even throughout the day. Give us our daily bread. I mean, Lord, take care of us. Don't let us be hungry. Don't let us be without. Then he goes on, he makes a turn, and forgive us our death. We have people we need to just forgive. We need to just drop them, and we just need to forgive them. We need to just let them go. Give us our daily bread, and forgive us our debts, as we also forgive our debt to us. He wants us to forgive one another and to forgive people as we go along this walk. And bring us not into temptation. Don't look. All the temptation don't temptation don't don't come from God. No, no, no. Uh -uh. And bring us not into temptation. He said, Lord, don't bring me to that that place. Uh, 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 Lord, you know uh, uh, where I come from. You know that I, I was a womanizer. You know I had women back in the day. And now, Lord, I'm saved and married and, and I'm living right before. Don't bring that temptation back to me that I battle with. So, so, in the case it comes, God ain't sending it. That that's me. That's that's me that, that, that went off to the left. That's me that's beginning to go backwards and to get back in that in, in, in that lust. And bring us down into temptation, Lord. Don't take me to that place. But deliver us from the evil one. Deliver us from the devil. Deliver us from his ways. Then he goes on. He said, for if ye forgive men their trespasses, your heavenly Father will also forgive you. But if you forgive not men of their trespasses, if you, the people that you, you run into or at work or, or, or wherever you meet them at and the, the trespass, you got, you got to let that go. Lord, I forgive that person. I forgive them. And I'm going to pray for them. I dare you to pray for the people who you really don't like. And them is the people you really need to pray for every day. Because there's some people you're not going to like. You're not going to like everybody. You, 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 it's just things that, that happens. You know, in your life, on your job. Working with these people. But them the ones you need to pray for. Neither will your father forgive you. Your trespass. If you don't forgive them, that's all, all of us, if we don't forgive them, 
he won't forgive us. So so we goes back into the text. We, we, we really can have a living, breathing relationship with God and the Father and with Jesus Christ. He can be not only our Savior, but also our friend, our closest relationship. Actually, for many people, this is totally unpeeling. Sometimes it is because they don't know who God is. This don't appeal to them. And an invitation to a personal relationship with God is about an attractive to them as telling uh, an eighth grader that they can have a personal relationship with the assistant principal. But when we know the greatness, the goodness, and the glory of God, we want to have a relationship with him. Other people turn from this relationship with God because they feel so distanced from Him. They want a relationship with God, but feel so disqualified, so distanced. They need to know what God has done to make this kind of relationship possible. Fellowship with the Father and with His Son, Jesus. The kind of relationship John describes is only possible because Jesus who, who John say he is in 1 John 1, 1 and 2, is someone invited you to have a personal relationship with Napoleon or Alexander the Great or Abraham Lincoln or even Moses uh, or the Apostle Paul, you would think them foolish. One cannot even have a genuine spiritual relationship with a dead man. But with the eternal God, wow, who, who became man, we can have a relationship the word fellowship has in it not only the idea of relationship, but a sharing of common life. When we have fellowship with Jesus, we will become more like him. The disciples did not have the close relationship with Jesus when he walked this earth with them. No, he did. And Jesus said to Philip, at the very end of his ministry, earthly ministry, have I been with you so long? And yet you have not known me, Philip? Their, their true fellowship was not created by material closeness to the material Jesus, but by a work of the Holy Spirit after the finished work of Jesus on the cross. Therefore, we can enter into the same fellowship with God the apostles uh, could ever. Our fellowship with the Father and with His Son, Jesus Christ, we have the potential of a relationship of a shared life with the Father and with the Son, Jesus Christ. It is as if the Father and the Son agree together to let us their relationship to love and fellowship. This idea of a shared life is essential. This doesn't mean that when Jesus comes into our life, he helps us to do the same thing, but simply to do them better than before. We don't add Jesus to our life. We enter into a relationship of a shared life with Jesus. We share our life with him and he shares his life with us. That you also may have fellowship with us. He offered us to have fellowship with the Father and the Son through the Son. We may think it curious that John first considers fellowship with God people but this is often how people come to experience a relationship with God. They first encounter God through relationships with God's people. When fellowship is the sweetest, your desire is the strongest 
that others may have fellowship with you. And when truly your fellowship is with the Father and with his Son, Jesus Christ, you earnestly wish that the whole Christian brotherhood may share the blessing with you, with the Father and with his Son. Here John found his names, this being, eternally existence, physically present, the word of life, truly God, yet distinct from the Father, it is God the Son whose name is Jesus, who is the Christ, the Messiah, 1 John 1 and 4, the results of relationship and these things we write you that your joy may be full. The result of fellowship is fullness of joy. We all on this line experience joy. The joy of the Lord is our strength. The peace of God brings joy. Fellowship and fullness of joy. This joy is an abiding sense of optimism and cheerfulness based on God as opposed to happiness, which is a sense of optimism and cheerfulness based on circumstances. John clearly echoes the idea of Jesus brought before his disciples the night before his crucifixion. He wanted fullness of joy from them even knowing that the cross was directly in front of them. These things have I spoken to you, that my joy may remain in you, and that your joy may be full. Let me, let's look at John 15 and 11. I want to kind of look at that. John 15 and 11. Hold on one minute. I'm almost there. John, let me see what you're talking about, 15 and 11. <laughs> These things have I spoken unto you, that my joy may be in you, and that your joy may be full. This is my commandment, that ye love one another. He's telling us a commandment, a new commandment. He wants the brethren, us, to love one another. And he even speaks in scripture. He tells us if we love the brethren, we have passed from death to life. So he leaves the commandment for us to love one another. We're not going to all the time agree with one another. That's, that's not even, that, that don't make no sense at all. That we all agree with one another all the time. It's times I don't agree with nobody and no man. And then it's times I do agree. But just because I don't agree, even if it's you, we don't have to fall out about it, but you have your point of view. But even after that, we have to love each other because he left that for us. He wanted us to know that I want you to love one another, even as I have loved you. Then he goes and he spills. He said, greater love has no man than this. That a man lay down his life for his friends. You are not my friends if you do not the things I command you. Listen. Even in the beginning of my life of salvation. As learning whatever I could. And I'm going to tell you all something. 
and you will realize this even as you go along as time keep turning days keep going from day to night and years from years to years I still haven't arrived in this gospel this gospel is too great and for those that think that they have arrived you pray for them have you ever met somebody that know everything about the Bible or proclaim to know everything about the Bible and you listen to them and they just know everything I don't know if you, some of y'all ain't lived long enough to <laughs> I have seen people that just knew everything about the Bible. And, I, and let me tell you something. I still haven't arrived. I don't know what, where they get that from. Because it's something in this text, in this Bible, in this word of life, that you're going to run up on that you ain't never read before. And you're going to say, wow, I didn't know that was there. But Jesus goes on and says, you are my friends if you do the things which I command. He commands us to love one another. Then he said, no longer do I call you servants. For the servant knoweth not what the Lord doeth. But I have called you friends. For all things that I heard from the Father, I have made known unto you. Ye did not choose me. Oh, thank God for being chosen. Anybody remember? We used to go to the parties. Boy, and before we get to the party, I said, I'm going to get chosen. Oh, let me go choose somebody or I'm going to get choked. And I can remember walking in there and they all stand on the wall. But, I, you know, see, I was always bold. I was always a dancer. I didn't have no problem getting no girl. I went in there, I grabbed one off the wall, and then I grabbed get another one on the other side. And we out there jamming. huh? I come to get chose. But he chose me. Oh, thank God for choosing me out of the world. To bring me over to this marvelous light. We are blessed people on this line. We are blessed. Every last one of us. And we're saved. Don't let the enemy trick you. If you make a fall. Get back up. Dust yourself back off. And keep moving toward the cross. It's some things you're going to battle with. But if you face them. And you deal with them by faith. God's going to take care of it. But you have to stay in the fellowship. So he chose us. He he chose, man, I, I don't know about you, but we were talking about this morning in Sunday school about being chose. Thank God for choosing us. And he goes on and says, but I chose you, and I appointed you that you should go and bear fruit, uh -huh, and that your fruit should abide. Go and tell somebody about Jesus. Go tell them that he has come. Uh, go tell them that he died for their sins. And, and that your fruit should abide, that whosoever ye shall ask of the Father in my name, whoa, he may give it. These things I command you, that, that you may love one another. If the world hated you, you know that it has hated me before it hated you. Listen, we haven't got off into what some of the countries, what they're doing to Christians. If you didn't know it in some other countries, they're killing them. Okay? Now, it haven't arrived yet like it's going to arrive. I don't know if some of us still going to be living or we're going to be able to see this, but I believe some of us on this line is going to see the prosecution of the saints right here in America. It's going to make a turn. We already know 
We already know. We have read. We know what's coming before us. We know when the tribulation hit, it's going to be hell on earth. So, so he tells us, these things I command you, that you may love one another. If the world, he t Look, the world hated me. They're going to hate you. Uh, if you were of the world, the world would love its own. Y'all remember when we was in the world? We was chickening, and, and everybody that didn't know God, we knew them. We went to the parties. We, we did things bowling. We did things with them. And when, when we wasn't saved, and we had a lot of people that we knew, but because you are not of the world, now we have chose a different route. But I choose you out of the world. We are so blessed to be chosen by God himself. Therefore, the world hated you. It's coming. It's coming. Remember the word that I said unto you, a servant is not greater than his Lord. If they prosecuted me, they will also prosecute you. If they, if they kept my word, they will keep yours also. But all these things will they do unto you for my name's sake. Because they know not him that sent me. Some of us even still have problems with different family members. They don't have to be our brothers and sisters, but our cousins that we, we know God. We're saved. And the first thing they say when we go to the family reunion and we walk up, there go Auntie Brenda. With a sanctified self. Let me go over here because I can't even enjoy my drink with her being around. Oh, yeah. Even today. Then he goes on and says, if I had not come and spoken to them. He's saying, if I, did, if I didn't come and spoke to them, they had not had sin. But now they have no excuse for their sin. Wow. The world has no excuse now for the sin that they're doing. Because Jesus came and he didn't shine a light on them. There's no more excuses. If you're in sin, you're in sin. If you save, you're saved. See, we as being saved don't practice sin. But we have our mistakes. Yes, we do. We have ears we need to work in. Yes, we do. Except for we don't, we don't practice to go and sin like we used to. Then he goes on and he said, he that hated me hated my father also. If I had not done, had not done amongst them the works which none other did, they had not had sin. <clears throat> but now they both seen and hated both me and my father. But this cometh to pass, that the world may be fulfilled, that it is written in their law. They hated me without a cause. <laughs> but when the Comforter is come, whom I was sent unto you from the Father, even the Spirit of truth, which proceeded from the Father, he shall bear witness of me. And you also bear witness, because you have been with me from the beginning. I'm almost done. <clears throat> so he goes on. Until now you have asked nothing in my name. Ask 
you will receive, that your joy may be full. But now I come to you, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy fulfilled in themselves, fullness of joy. Last scripture, John 17 and 13. And I'm getting ready to come out of here. John 17. Let me see what it says. 13. But now I come to thee, and these things I speak in the world, that they may have my joy made full in themselves. I have given them thy word, and thy world and the world hated them because they are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. I pray not thou that they thou should take them from the world, but that they should keep it them from the evil one. They are not of the world, even as I am not of the world. Sanctify them in the truth. Here we have already that we see that we're sanctified in the truth. And and I, I can remember people before I even got in it. I ain't, I ain't going to no sanctified church. What are you talking about? Uh, we're sanctified through the truth. You become sanctified through the truth. Once you receive Jesus, you ain't got to go out there and do nothing so dynamic to be sanctified. You just separate yourself because you're going to have to separate yourself from them old friends, from the world, to follow Christ. We already sanctified. Thy word is truth. As thou didst send me into the world, even so sent I them into the world, and, and I'm through now. And for their sake, I sanctified myself that they themselves also may be sanctified in the truth. It's the truth that sanctifies us. We're sanctified. We don't have to go out there and become sanctified. We're already sanctified through his word. Thank God for being sanctified. But you know what they say? They, they call us the sanctified people. <laughs> you, you know, the most sanctified people. I ain't going to that sanctified church. And here they are following Christ. They may be a different denomination, but they sanctified also through the truth. So we thank God as we deal with those first four verses, 1 John 1 through the fourth verse. It's a lot to it, so I had to cut in half, but I want us to continue to understand that we're in a fellowship, not only with Jesus, but with the Father through Jesus. And every day you wake up, us right now, by teaching and speaking his word, we're in fellowship with him. He's listening. Him and his father, they're not asleep. They're listening. And I mean, if you can phantom in your mind how great God is, <laughs> I can, my mind can't even catch it. it. My mind can't even phantom. My mind can't even think on how great he is. I can't do nothing with him. <laughs> the world can't do nothing with him. Because before he even had the word, he was here. Isn't that something? And I'm through. Isn't that something? He made time. He made and see what happened was the devil, when when he got kicked out and came down here, God was God is so bad. <laughs> He put the devil down here 
He put him in time so his time can run out. Then he steps out of time and said, now I got you. Who could do that? Nobody but the Lord. We thank God for you. Darlene, I see you looking. Did you catch it? Did you catch it? <laughs> Kicked him out of there. Put him in time with us. And got out of it and said, now go on time. Because now the devil has a time and set. But we are for God. We love God. We are God's people. We are truly in fellowship with God. I love y'all. This is missionary. You got any announcements as we get ready to go in uh, for next week? For our Bible study, anything? Take, yeah, yeah, take your, uh, there you go. So read that whole chapter and come and join us. Bible study is just fantastic. Come and join us Wednesday nights. So we still on Ephesians 5th chapter? We still on Ephesians 5 and we left off at the 12th chapter. All right. Y'all just don't know what y'all missing, boy. And and listen, we have open mic then. We be laughing. Y'all talking about a ball. Man, I look I look forward to Wednesday evening. I'll be like, man, it's time for Bible study. And when you get a chance to say what you want to say, and we laugh. I'm telling you, this Bible study is something that, that, that we're having. It is good. So we look for y'all on Wednesday uh, from 6 to 7, and then Thursday our prayer from 4.30 to 5.30. Huh? Go ahead. Excuse me. Missionary, do we have to read Monday through Sunday for that following? <laughs> I forgot that. Okay, what we will be reading this week, Monday through Friday, is Lesson 2. It's on page 15. Uh, is it page 15 for that following week? Uh, no, we're going to read what? 16 Yeah, next week's lesson is, is called, to, called Before Birth So we want to read 29 okay. Which is the Daily Home Bible readings For next week's lesson oh. Oh. You got me? Wait <laughs> yep.
Got it now? You got it, Vanetta? Lesson two. Lesson two is called Before Birth. And the reading for that lesson number two is on page 22. And that would be for, the su- for this coming Sunday. That would be for this coming Sunday. Uh, on uh, the, the 13th of December, which is our second Sunday, that's what we would uh, correlate that with. So you got it, Vanetta? Yeah. Page, page 22, Vanetta. Kept bringing what I'm doing the Everybody got it? Vanetta? You, you got it, Vanetta? I know one that got it. You got it? Vanetta? It's page 22. Well, we'll be prepared for next Sunday. Y'all got it? Okay. Yep. Page 22. Amen. We thank the Lord for what our ears are heard, our heart they receive. We're going to we're gonna continue to pray. Pray for... Huh? Huh? Okay, go ahead and announce it. It's Saturday. Yeah, Saturday this week talk will be from um, 12 to 3. Mm-hmm. Um, at our church. Um, so if y'all want to come help me serve the community, that's fine. But yeah, for 12 to 3, we'll have a sweet talk. Okay, so what that consists of? That's 
it's going to be um, hot cocoa, hot chocolate, hot chocolate, hot tea, and coffee with little Debbie snack cakes. All righty. Ooh, hot from, cocoa. I might From come. 12 to 3 on Saturday. Amen. Let's keep Yolanda, her husband, in prayer. Uh, let's keep uh, anybody else. Pastor. Huh? I'm sorry. I need to uh, just uh, disrupt you. But Jimmy had to go to the hospital this morning. He had a big old lump up under his arm. That's when we just left coming back from the hospital. But they said he got to see a counselor doctor to see what's going on with him. Okay, so we, uh, we add him to our prayer list. Okay. Brother Jimmy to our prayer list. Are y'all remember uh, uh, Bill Landingham? Brother Bill Landingham, he's always on our prayer list. Uh, Darlene is getting ready to enter into her surgery. So as we close, y'all remember them in prayer. Let us pray, Father, in the name of Jesus. We thank you for the ears of her our heart have received. And oh God, we pray for Yolanda right now. God, we pray that you touch and you continue to heal her. We pray for her husband, God, in the name of Jesus. We rebuke strokes. Oh, anything that's not like you, God. We ask that you bless him and in, in the rehabilitation he's having, God, to, to 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 keep going forward, God, to keep healing him, keep blessing him. God, we pray for Bill Lanham. We thank you for his strength. We thank you for what you're doing for him, God, that you're blessing him, that he may walk and move around. And Oh, God, we thank you for the miracle that we see you doing. And we thank you for baby Jay. We ask that you continue to bless baby Jay. And Jimmy, God, we pray for him, God. Look over him right now. Begin to touch. God, even before he go back to the doctor, let him be healed in the name of Jesus. And God, we pray for everybody on this line, one by one, name by name. God, we thank you for our fellowship, that we fellowship with you every day, with you and your son. We thank you for your son, Jesus, because we know no man coming to the Father unless he come by the Son. And we thank you because we come in by the Son. In Jesus' name, amen. And amen. Okay, before everybody gets off, I have a question. How many of y'all had trouble getting on Zoom today? Nobody. Nobody, so it was just one person. Oh, Nene. Oh, no, Nene. Nene, Nene, no, what happened was, right, Nene, Nene, but I want you to know that when when you was trying to get on, I didn't know you was trying to get in, so you, you didn't have no problem getting in. Okay, so what I'm going to do is this week I'm going to be uh, calling everybody who had trouble and I'm going to make an appointment to go to our houses and help y'all and find out what went wrong. So we only had one person that uh, had trouble? Dick and John, one person. So nobody else. Okay. All right. All right. So we're going to go by Deacon. We're going to go by Deacon Jones when we get off me and Daniel and see what went wrong with him. So we're getting off everybody. We Good timing. We thank God. Our district missionary, uh, Dr. Lanningham, will be coming next week with the word. And we'll see y'all on Wednesday evening. If the Lord's will, we'll see you on Wednesday. God bless. All, All right. right. Love y'all. All right. Love y'all. Yeah. 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 Yeah.